And one more thing about the whole outside business, also shade, also shade, so important because I've seen influencers produce events outside and then have to move them in the middle inside because they didn't think about umbrellas or shade. It, it Nobody wants to sit in the hot sun, like just beating on them, them not moving for our two, three long content delivery sessions. Nobody wants that. I mean, yes, people are afraid of getting burnt, but it's just uncomfortable. And it's also very distracting to the message that's being presented. So not only is a rain backup necessary, but shade is a must. <laughs> How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Raise your hand if you've been in a hotel ballroom for an event and you've sat there and thought to yourself, this isn't me. <laughs> well, we're going to have some fun today because we're going to talk all about non-traditional venue ideas. In fact, I've compiled more than 40 ideas to help inspire you to find an event venue that really speaks to you and your brand and is just a right fit for you. So, listen to hear a whole bunch of ideas that you may not have ever considered before. Let's have some fun. I have held events on boats, in community centers, on ranches, in rented homes, in hotel ballrooms, all over the map. And it is so fun to be able to work with a client to select a venue that may seem non-traditional to many, but is a right fit for that brand. Remember how we always talk about how an event is a live embodiment of your brand. Think about your favorite brick and mortar store that you love to shop at. It has a whole vibe, right? It smells a certain way. The music that's playing is a certain type of music. The aesthetic, like just the energy of the space, it just, it feels a certain way and you love that. And that's what we're creating for your event when a big piece of it is the venue. And so if you've sat in a hotel ballroom and been inspired to host your own event, but definitely feel like a hotel event is just not for you, it's not for your brand, then listen up because this is gonna be so fun. I, the, the boat, I've rented many boats for events and I've, I've rented like big paddle boats where you can just, you know, they're kind of old fashioned, but you can clear out all the furniture and bring in your own. And you can even like produce, like present content on a boat. You can do it on bigger, larger sized yachts. In fact, they'll have 
a deck that can be cleared and you can set up chairs and a projection, a screen, a TV, you know, a large size TV to show slides. It's super fun. And so I encourage, I encourage that. Community centers, it's kind of surprising how you can find one that is, I would say, beautiful, more beautiful than you thought it would be. And because it's kind of off the beaten path, the price might be super like budget friendly too. My, my favorite probably is when we rented a ranch and surprised people for the day and had buses pull up to the front of the hotel conference area and just said, we're not going to meet here in the ballroom today. We're getting outside and we just bust them all to a, a private ranch and it had a covered area where we could present content all afternoon and then we just rolled right into evening events and a private rodeo on the property and then while they were watching the rodeo turned the 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 area where we had been presenting content into a, a dinner a buffet and it was just such a change of pace i think people i think it's refreshing for your guests when you choose something non-traditional too, right? I always like events to have a little bit of a vacation type vibe where we're getting to do something that's out of the norm from our day to day. And the venue selection is a huge piece of that. So let's get into more of the why. So we talked about how it's a reflection of who you are. We talked a little bit about cost. It's likely you will save money by choosing a non-traditional venue. You're going to get some really cool photos. They're super unique to you and your event, and they're not going to look like every other ballroom events photos. So that's a perk. And then scheduling, it might be easier. Because let's say you're doing the, you're going to rent a vineyard's wine tasting room in the off season. Well, you're probably going to have a whole lot more dates to choose from than if you were going to pick perhaps a, a popular ballroom in town that has been, you know, has booked out for a year. So that's something to consider too if you've ever run up against a sticky situation where you have to have a certain date, it is a good idea to look in the non-traditional venue space so that you can open up your possibilities for uh, hosting it on that day, definitely. So the why is a reflection of who you are. It's scheduling, it's cost, it's cool photos. So let's move on to the second thing I want to talk about, which is caution. Because you're using a non-traditional event venue, it may not be as event ready as a hotel. So inside of Live Event Academy, I provide a whole checklist for you to help you uncover what's really needed. And I know we don't have time to go through the whole checklist right now. But at a high level, it's, it's things like them remembering or even knowing that it's a thing to refresh beverages at 
or adios trash at a break. And maybe you're going to have to bring in some decor or some furniture or some amenities. I mean, maybe you're outside at a covered area at a park and you're going to need to bring in portable restrooms for the day. So there's all kinds of little things like that that might be a factor of kind of an extra lift, if you will, for your team when you're choosing a non-traditional venue because, like I said, it might not be as event ready as a hotel. And and that is a perk of using a hotel is that they're just kind of, this is what they do and they do it really well. And it's, you know, you don't have to think about as many things. So let's get into my ideas for you. And <laughs> I'm just going to kind of list them all off. I want to preface it by saying that any time I talk about a venue that's outside, anytime, there are no exceptions, it must have a rain backup. You must have a second plan flushed out so that <laughs> if the weather turns, you're able to pivot and make the change with ease. One time I was producing an event in the Twin Cities in Minnesota and we wanted to use a park. It was great. And that was the style of, that's, that's kind of the vibe that we were going for is lots of networking and keeping it casual. But it had to happen. It was, it was not like we could postpone it because people were traveling in for this event. And so knowing that it can rain in the summer in Minnesota hard, it's not like Portland where it will just drizzle and you could get through it. Um, the rain in Minnesota will make your event happen on a different day. <laughs> That's for sure. So we, we planned out a completely different indoor event in the event that it rained. I, I mean, we had, we had different, right? Yeah, we had come up with a catering plan, an entertainment plan, a floor plan, make the res like pay for the reservation. We had it all set up so that if something went awry with the weather, we could just easily pivot and it was actually going to be, we had selected something at the Mall of America, one of their uh, cool event venues inside of the, the park, the amusement park area. But I tell you that because it felt so silly. We were playing so much for something that we didn't even know if it was going to happen or not. But the peace of mind that that gave us so that we knew the event could continue rain or shine was what we needed in order to proceed with confidence on this park concept that we didn't end up having to use the rain backup. It was a picture perfect summer evening, but the secondary event would have been awesome too. <laughs> so that is my caution about being always having a rain backup. And there is no, there's no exception to that rule. <laughs> 
So ideas. You could rent out your favorite restaurant, the whole thing, or sometimes they just have a room. Those can be extremely budget friendly. Outside, so many options outside. You could be in someone's backyard. You could be in your backyard. You can you could be at a flower farm or at a barn. And one more thing about the whole outside business, also shade. Also shade. So important. Because I've seen influencers produce events outside and then have to move them in the middle, inside, because they didn't think about umbrellas or shade. It, it Nobody wants to sit in the hot sun, like just beating on them, them not moving for our two, three long content delivery sessions. Nobody wants that. I mean, yes, people are afraid of getting burnt, but it's just uncomfortable. And it's also very distracting to the message that's being presented. So not only is a rain backup necessary, but shade is a must. <laughs> so the next thing, uh, another idea for you, obviously Airbnbs are super popular, VRBOs. I don't know if you've heard of Peer Space and Swimply, but both of those are also outstanding options for finding non-traditional venues. I love Peer Space because it'll also, it'll give you stuff that's it's not all houses like VRBO and Airbnb. You'll get some office building type stuff. You'll get you'll get you'll get like videography studios that are so cool with like maybe a white psych wall. You'd have a lot of fun with it in inside of Peer Space. And and then also Swimply. This is kind of fun. It's where you rent out a pool, somebody else's pool. And you'd be surprised what you can find in there. So those are all options for some like online resources for finding venues. You can also pick any museum that you're a fan of. They will all either rent out their whole museum to you or uh, their meeting space. Community centers, we've talked about that. The library, a new one might have like a really nice meeting space that you you know, never would have thought of would be that stunning in a public building, but it's available and it's probably super budget friendly. Aquariums, sometimes it's fun to rent those out so that you're, you can either eat or present under, you know, like in those tunnels where they have all of the, um, the fish swimming over you. Zoos, sports stadiums. Yes, you can rent out an entire baseball stadium, football stadium, soccer stadium, you name it, it's a thing. <laughs> Think about how many games they have on a, a their calendar for the year. And they've got a lot of other days to, to fill, to bring in revenue to pay for the place. So it's a thing that you can do. Not only renting out the whole stadium so you could be on the ground, on the floor, like the, the field, but you could also be doing something in some of their, you know, like boxes or event venue spaces. And it is really cool. I've done that to rent out a, a rent the stadium. Perhaps you get one of the, we've, I've rented one of their meeting spaces that overlooks the field. And even on a non game day, it's, it's fun. And then layer in as one of your activities during the day to just kind of get up and stretch your legs, a private 
like backstage tour of the stadium, which you can totally <laughs> buy as well. And it makes for a really fun, fun, unique experience that people couldn't otherwise buy for themselves. You could go to uh, your your college or university in your town or where you went to school, rent a vineyard. You could also do an indoor sports venue. So stuff like bowling or axe throwing or golf or soccer. All of those indoor sporting venues are great options. Theater. One of my favorite mentors, Bo Eason, always puts on his, I think it's called Personal Story Power, inside of a theater in Southern California. It's, it's beautiful and it, it dovetails really nicely with the topic of like public speaking coaching and his brand. It's, it's great. Uh, so you could go to a theater that puts on plays or concerts. I know the School of Greatness also does this, uh, Lewis Howes, and it just, it's fun to see photos taken at events, event venues that are just out of the box for a normal conference, you know? Movie theaters, yes, you can rent them out. You can have your own private showing. You can put your own stuff on the movie theater screen. Historical buildings. I rented one for my wedding. We rented uh, one of the mansions on Summit Avenue, which is a, a popular street in St. Paul. And had our wedding and reception there. It was so fun. But you can also do that for your event. Boats. We talked about boats. You could rent a yacht or a houseboat or a paddle boat cruise ship. I know I was recently talking with a CEO who just loves hosting her events on cruise ships. It's just her favorite thing because all the food and beverage is taken care of. People get a vacation, They're kind of a captive audience. She can get meeting space. It's just kind of hotel rooms are, it's all included and she loves it. Another idea for you is you could go to one of those art DIY places and rent it out. So place where they do the, the painting stuff or pottery or crafts. You could rent out your favorite store after hours. I know there's um, a lot of stores will offer private shopping events and you can bring in food, you could deliver content in addition to having the option of shopping, private shopping, so fun. Botanical gardens, bookstores, obviously great for book launch type events. A yoga or Pilates studio, you definitely have a nice open space there that can serve a couple purposes. So you do some sort of part, uh, part yoga and then part content delivery. Rooftops are a great option. So always be looking up and thinking, is there something that has a roof with the amazing view that I could rent? 
clubhouses. So if anybody owns a condo or has an apartment that has a really beautiful clubhouse space that can be rented, chat with them and see if you could get that for your event. I've seen people rent out car clubs or like car motorcycle dealerships. So if you're a car or motorcycle fanatic and want to give that private experience to your guests while you host your event, I think that's fun. Fun backup backdrop. You could a photo or a video studio, definitely look at that peer space for that. But you could also talk to your local photographer, videographer in whatever the area is that you're hosting your event for ideas there, because there's some really cool spaces that are typically for video or photo shoots that are really wide open, not really set up with a lot of services like food and beverage, you'd have to be bringing it in and probably even furniture, but they'll make for beautiful event venues. You could go to a racetrack, golf course, an airplane hangar, a co-working space. We'll have some meeting space for you to rent. You could rent a historic fire or police station. Lots of city, state, and national parks have venues that you can rent. Breweries, of course, is an option. Cider, beer, <laughs> your office. Don't discount what you already have. And even festival grounds. I once rented out a portion of Summerfest for, that's a Milwaukee music festival venue for a virtual event. In fact, it made for a really cool, unique backdrop. Okay. I think that was more than 40. <laughs> I lost count. But I think that what I'm hoping is that that gave you some new ideas, did it? And perhaps a fresh perspective to consider. And if so, that's excellent. That was my goal for our conversation together today. I want you to embrace your uniqueness. I really encourage that because that's exactly why your community loves you. So put in the work to find a venue that matches you and your brand is a reflection of who you are, what you stand for. And, you know, you can put in the work once to find that gem and then use it over and over and over again. That is the beauty of finding a really awesome venue. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for hanging out today. Questions, drop them into my DMs over on IG. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faber and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. Also, if it's on your heart to host your first or next event this year and you need a jumpstart, let's connect for a strategy session. Just go to greenroomcentral.com. In a two-hour intensive private session, I can help you pivot, scale, or start your event vision from scratch. Together, we will build an actionable plan so that you feel confident and clear on your next steps. Go to greenroomcentral.com right now to sign up. 
I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going, keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode. 